to the sports desk. Uh, it's the Friday, the 6th of November, uh, and it's fantastic to be back with you on Fridays. We had a week off last week, but Jay is back. Good morning, Jay. How are you doing? Yeah, good. How are you, Sammy? Good. You must be in a good mood after we haven't spoke about the, the results. Uh, the, the got to give me an extra week. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, that was good. That was a good grand final. More close than uh, you know, the last few, so that's nice. The neutrals as well. Yeah. So I mean, end, obviously. it could have been a little closer. It yeah. kind of, <laughs> the last, last quarter, quarter was a bit disappointing. Do. Not for you, though. <laughs> I was happy. <laughs> yeah. No, that's all no, good. That's a bit of a relief. Uh, yeah. Uh, but what? now you've had a few weeks to think about it, What I know it was positive because you won, but what are your overall thoughts of a, a night grand final? Oh, no, I'd rather still go a day. It's just too much waiting around. Yeah, um, that, that's what I felt. It was it was too long to get to it. And I like that night where once you've had the game, you can celebrate or do something yeah, else. Yeah, you or... have time afterwards. Yeah. I mean, even, even for the players, they don't have time to really go out and enjoy themselves. They mm. have to sort of stick to a schedule, especially, you know, finish at like 10, 11 o'clock or something and then you're... You know, it just doesn't work the same as a day grand final, I think. Yeah, and I I just like the the appeal of of you know getting up early on the on grand final day, mm. and it's it's just massive from you know the morning with the breakfast and all that kind of thing. Um, so, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, maybe maybe this was just a test test case here this year. Uh, I know it was all about you know how the overall of the TV ratings, but. I think that's ridiculous to look into that this year because everyone's stuck at home anyway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can't really read that much into it. Yeah. Um, But we look forward. The footy season is over, uh, which is a little weird. Um, But there's still more sports coming up. Um, And first in the news here, the Australia's Big Bash League has announced its opening fixtures for 2020-21 with Tasmania and the ACT to be hubs for the opening matches of the season. The, the Big Bash Lees has announced the locations of the first 21 matches of the season's beginning, beginning on December 10. The league says it hopes the easing of border restrictions will allow matches to be played at, in all states this season. The venues for the rest of the schedule will be released in the coming weeks. Uh, so they're saying the first couple of matches are Ballarive, uh, Launceston's York Park and Canberra's Monica Oval. Uh, so what do you think about that? I, I mean... To be honest, I think the way we're going at the minute, and I hope it stays positive, uh, that the borders will going to be eased in a few weeks anyway, so it might be back to normal in that sense, that they might not have to do these hubs. Well, yeah, it starts in like, well, like December. So, yeah. um, I mean, our borders are opening like in a few weeks' time anyway with New South Wales. So, like, by that time, you'd think it's almost good to get crowds back because the boxing day is going to have crowds yep. there's obviously a limited capacity so 
Um, surely the Big Bash can do it. Um, you know, have games in Melbourne still, um, just obviously limited to, you know, a certain amount of people. But they got to start getting ready for things like the Australian Open and stuff. So they just got to plan around the little events like these to get ready for those big international events as well. Yep. Um, also in the news, the State of Origin Game 1 was played on Wednesday. Queensland defeated New South Wales 18-14. to Game 2 was on November 11. It was interesting. It was at the Adelaide Oval. Did you see any of it? I caught a bit of it. I was, um, yeah, it was a good start for uh, it was New South Wales. Up Queensland. 10 zip at half time. Oh, yeah. oh, yep, yep. Don't know what happened uh, after that. Just Queensland went over the top of them in the second half. So good on Queensland. I think um, it's the first time they've won game one in a while. I thought I read somewhere. but uh... Yeah, yeah. So good on them. Uh, hopefully another interesting game too. Wednesdays. And it's interesting uh, how there's... Is there a reason why they just do it on Wednesdays? Because I know there's not much sport on the weekends at the minute. So they probably could be doing it on a Saturday or Sunday night or something. Yeah, not too sure. It must Wednesday. be. I know. Yeah, because rugby's the NRL's finished now, so um, yeah, that's just how it is. I mean, they just keep tradition. Okay. Uh, also, Sydney to Hobart yacht race will go ahead with new COVID measures. Uh, there was talk it was going to be cancelled, but it's still okay to go. Uh, also, the Nine Network is set to become the new home of Rugby Union. The Australian reports that the Rugby Australia has brokered a deal. That will see Super Rugby and the Wallaby Tests live on Channel 9 and the streaming service Stan. Fox Sports has broadcast uh, the rugby for 25 years, so that's pretty interesting. Um, them snapping up the rights to that as well as the mm-hmm. NRL. Uh, and that's pretty much all the sports news for now, but we definitely have some AFL trade talk coming up. We've got the Champions League, the Premier League to come up uh this weekend, a few big fixtures as well. So we're going to dive plenty into that on this Friday morning. It's good to be back with you after the week off uh, and more sport to come. And it's almost the end of the year. This is insane. This is very insane. (laughs) Um, This is a brand new song from Foster the People featuring the Knox. Uh, It is called All About You. This is the Sports Desk on scene. All about you on the sports be- sports desk. That was false of the people, and it's time to talk some AFL trade talk. And just off the bat, we'll go through the ones early on uh, before we get into some of the trade rumours around. But uh, we'll go through first up uh, the official ones that have been confirmed, and Jay, you can give us your thoughts on them. Uh, so far, the first deal that uh, the AFL posted about, um, uh, Zach Langdon joins the Eagles from the Giants in exchange for a third-round pick. Yeah, that's, uh, I mean, I don't know too much about Zach Langdon, but, um, you know, pick 54, it's the third-round pick. Um, I he's a young talent. I mean, I, was, I think he's the brother of uh, Ed Langdon from the D's. Yep. Um, so, you know, we'll see how he goes. A new club. I mean, he didn't really get much opportunity from, uh, from my knowledge um, from G- the GWS. So new opportunity can present a, you know, potential potential room. So good, uh, good luck to Zach. Okay. Also, the Tigers have officially traded Oleg Markov, uh, Markov to the Suns. Uh, Richmond receives a future third-round pick. Yeah, I, I liked Markov. I mean, uh, I mean, it's a little devastating he's going. He's a good 
half-back flanker uh, for us, uh, but he just couldn't find any consistent form. He played a handful of games to cover for certain players this season, and then, you know, he hasn't really been able to find a game and since 2016. So, um, you know, all the best for him. All of our guys have headed off to the Suns. I mean, we had <laughs> Anthony Miles, Corey Ellis, uh, Brandon Ellis. So um, I reckon he'll do good there. I reckon, that, you know, the Suns are becoming a more destination club, which is uh, positive for the AFL as well. Yeah, it sounds like the new Tigers. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, they'll it's get funny. up to the eight. On the uh, AFL picture, the his mustache. I'm not sure if you've seen oh, his yeah. mustache before. <laughs> it looks, it looks like uh, he's from the 1700s, the 1800s or something. Yeah. It's a bit funny. And then his ink's very uh, up and uh, up and down. It's got it all over himself as well. So. Really? Okay. Interesting character. <laughs> uh, also, another deal: the Frio Dockers have traded Jesse Hogan to the GWS Giants. The Dockers receive a third-round pick, currently number fifty-four. Yeah, that was a that was a bit interesting. Um, obviously, pick fifty-four. That's a that's not bad. I mean, Fremantle, I think, had to trade like two picks for Hogan originally um, when he came from the D's. So for them, it might might come off as a bit you know a bit wasted that Hogan's gone, um, considering they traded away you know pretty high picks for him originally, mm. and then you know they're sending him off for pick fifty-four. So. Uh, obviously, it will depend how Hogan goes at the Giants. Um, if he can make an impact, then Freo might look a bit worse. But if he sort of has problems like he did at Fremantle, then you know they might not care as much. I don't know what you think about that. Yeah. Um, Brad Crouch officially joined St Kilda after Adelaide elects not to match the Saints' offer. The Crows receive a second-round pick, currently number twenty-three. Wow, that's another loss for Adelaide. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I think they just must be going into full rebuild mode now, maybe. Well, they were playing hardball with St. Kilda. They originally wanted to pick two as compensation, which was never going to happen. Um, and then I think they wanted to pick 15, um, which is St. Kilda's pick, first round pick or something. And then they end up with 23. They'll, they'll probably be saying that's not good enough, but it's the, it was one of those things they just had to accept it mm. before we got out of hand. So. Yeah, Brad Crouch is a good get for St Kilda. They need those um, inside midfielders. Yeah. So I reckon that's really going to set them well for next season. Um, also, early on, I forgot to re- read these ones. Sorry, I missed these ones back down. One of the earliest ones done, Rory Atkins oh, yeah. joined the Suns. Unrestricted free agent. Uh, Adelaide will receive an end of second round pick as compensation. Yeah, pick thirty six, I think, is uh, for that. So again, another player that you know wanted to go to the Suns. So it just shows that they're just starting to you know look up mm. for the Suns, starting to attract other players um, rather than you know players leaving their club to other clubs. So I reckon they're definitely going to be contending next year. You know, especially if Matt Rowell comes back and fit and ready to go, they'll look a lot better than obviously Ben King getting another year under his belt. I reckon they'll put the goods next season. Yep. Jesse Ho oh sorry. Um Isaac Smith. That yep. was this was a big one going to Geelong as an unrestricted free agent. Hawthorne will receive a third round pick, currently number forty two is compensation. Yeah, so I think that's a two year deal for Smith. Um I remember he he just said uh his interview was like, you know, he's already won two games for Geelong, so it's coming off as a you know, a good start for him. Um 
but yeah, okay, that'll be interesting. Obviously, Geelong, the way they're taking this trade period is, you know, they're still wanting a flag, you know, next year. They don't want to sort of reset with all these older players. They want to keep bringing in experience rather than developing young talent. So see how this trade pays off for them. Yep, and uh, we called this one pretty early. Joe Danaher, officially a mm. lion. That's good. <laughs> um, Compensation is uh, very good for Essendon. Pick seven. Pick seven, nice. So, yeah, um, I reckon that works well for them. I mean, if he obviously can you know, get back to the fitness and everything that he's capable of, you know, having him alongside Hipwood in that forward line, they look mm. really good, Brisbane. Um, they definitely needed a you know a bigger body in that forward line. Uh, Hipwood's just sort of still a bit uh, not built enough, not stocky enough like Joe Danaher is. So I reckon that's a dangerous forward line now that Brisbane are developing. Uh, Zach Williams is a blue bagger now. So uh, uh, I'll be happy with that, wouldn't you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay, um, another, yeah, um, restrictive free agent. agent that we uh, picked up on from. Like, uh, uh, what's his name last year? It's gone out of my head. We picked him up in the the national draft, I think it was, because they couldn't work out the deal. Uh, oh, no, I can't remember. How can I forget that? Uh, that's all right. <laughs> From the Gold Coast. He's done well this oh. year. Wait, what? Gold Coast? You picked someone up from Gold Coast? Yeah. Ah. Uh. I don't know. Uh, Jack Martin. <laughs> oh, Martin, of course. Yes, yes. That's all. <laughs> blank. Oh, yeah, you, you're swooping. I mean, that's... Uh, what are you paying, like 900000 like Well, I don't, I don't know if it's it's true. That was rumoured to be the amount. I mean, it's a lot of money. I oh, mean, we're already a bit burnt by McGovern. Yeah, I mean... I don't know if he's nine hand like nine hundred thousand a year. Good, he's good, but I don't know if he's that much. So no, no. Well, it'll be uh, interesting. As long as it you know pays off for you in the end, you get up to finals and everything like that. And some good news for North Melbourne. Aiden Core is headed to Arden Street. Yep, second round compensation for the Giants. Pick thirty at the moment. So yeah, another. That's well, you know interesting north of. You know, attracted a little interest. Um, I know Jed, Ad- we'll, we'll get to the rumours in a second, yeah. but I know Jed Anderson was linked to Carlton at one point. <laughs> I don't know if that's still a thing. Um, but, yeah, hopefully North can, uh, you know, rebuild themselves. Obviously, Reece Shaw has left as coach, and that's a void they have to fill. And then, you know, just getting all these players right. Higgins might be going to Geelong. So, lot to play out for them. Uh, another one from the Crows, Kyle Hardigan. Uh, has been traded to the Hawks for a future yep. fourth round pick. Yeah, we uh, that'll work well for them, I think. You know, just another key defender that they probably. I reckon he's a good defender, Carl Harkin. I reckon that's a good get for them for a fourth round selection. I'd take that. Okay, and the rumours now. The rumours now. It's been interesting. Jeremy Cameron still in limbo. I would have thought. <laughs> I mean, it's <laughs> a big, big deal, but. I'm not sure what's um, happened with that. Left in limbo. Um, and uh, apparently the Saints chasing Jack Higgins. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I saw today they were um, one of the bosses or something from St. Kilda said he's had conversations with Higgins, but there's no, like, definite, like, he wants to leave Richmond. It's just sort of 
up in the air still for them. I mean, they've obviously been focusing on the Crouch deal, which is now done. Um, and now they can, I guess, sort of focus on these sort of players like Higgins. So, yeah, I mean, if, if I mean, as a Richmond fan, if Higgins went, I mean, I'd be disappointed. But, you know, for him, it's as a young player, he wants to get, you know, games and everything. He didn't get that opportunity this year. Mm. Um, obviously, it's been tough for him with the brain bleed that he had um, last year. So, um, yeah, if that trade goes or not, I don't know yet. He's still contracted for another year, I think. So they'll have to do some sort of trade if they want to get him. But, uh, yeah. Any others you've heard on? Uh, Yeah, as I was saying, well, you've always been linked to Jed Addison from the uh, Kangies. Um, I don't think that's going to happen, though. I think it's just very much, uh, Mm. you know. I don't know if we... You need him inside. He's He's a good inside midfielder, Jed Anderson, but after Carlton if they feel like they need that area filled or if they're well, happy with what they got. If Saad and that still comes through. Yeah, Saad's uh, probably the main priority at the moment. Mm. That's uh, That'll be interesting as well. I know uh, Eddie Betts signed a fresh one-year deal for you guys as well. Yeah, what do you think of that? Very good. No, I, he announced, I think he announced early on that he was going to be playing on, but then it went a bit weird. Um. And then he's back announcing, saying it's it's all good. He's playing on, which is good. So may, maybe they had a discussions over a few weeks and really thought about it. But no, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy he's getting another full year at it, and hopefully not in a COVID season, a normal season yeah. where the fans can see him play. Because that that was one of the things I was most excited um, for as a blue fan. Um, going to games as I was a kid, had his number on my back, and now uh, I was so excited to cheer him on. And I only actually got to see him play at the the State of Origin game, so no, <laughs> <laughs> in the flesh. So yeah, yeah. Uh, no, it's good to have him back on board, and I, I think he'll make some great contributions. Uh, I think everyone's just a bit more because of it's him. They're a bit more, you know, uh, expectations a little high, but I think he played for what I thought he would be playing at. Yeah. Um, just in some crucial moments. Um, Working together with the fish, uh, just the combination works really well um, in that forward line. So interesting to see. And then the best 22, yeah. A um, lot of injuries, and we'll see if we get over this, the, the summer period. But uh, should be looking all right. Yep. No, I think you're uh, well-placed at the moment. You've Obviously, that Williams deal was good to get done. Mm. Um, but, yeah, we'll see how you go. Um I've also seen in the last hour talk of Jai Cardwell from the Giants. Obviously, Essendon are after him. They're saying he could potentially go through to the preseason draft. Okay. Um, I think the last month he nominated Essendon as his destination and the Bombers have offered a future second rounder for him. But the Giants are asking for more than that. So there is that potential they can't come to a deal that you know, he might just be going to the preseason draft and Essendon can get him from there. So um, that'll be another interesting. It's that would be another good get for uh, Essendon if they can get him. Yeah, they, Carwell. they are in a bit of strife, Essendon. So, yeah, <laughs> we'll see how they go. Um, but other than that, I mean, there's not much else developing. It's, you know, all those deals we've already spoken about and then yep. everything's just talk. Nothing's... Obviously, there's some deals like the Cameron deal that we don't know about mm. whether they'll get done. I think 
other clubs that were watching that space like I Essendon. Mean, it might be one um, of those ones we talk about till you know the the final minutes. Yeah. So yeah, I reckon the Cameron one's going to be the most interesting because you know they've been talking about it for so long and nothing's been done yet. Um, they still can't find a deal that works for both clubs. Um, Essendon North and Adelaide are keeping an eye on him while that deal is trying to get done. So if they can't get a deal done, those teams might swoop um, on oh, Cameron. One more rumour, one we missed too. Ben Brown to be a demon. Oh, yes. There's rumours yep. of him going to Essendon. That'd uh, be a good gap for them, I reckon. they got Wiedemann up there and for forward line, mm. I reckon they need a, another big boy as well like him. So hopefully, again, he's another player that needs to obviously find form again. Yeah, yeah. good run. The injury, it's just one of, the, one of those things. If you're an injury-prone player... Yeah, uh, kind of like the cruiser. It's a bit, a bit of a shame when you can't really get a run of it when you know you've yeah. got some good form underneath. It's a bit disappointing, but hopefully he gets a good run if he does yeah. get a spot as a demon. Um, but we will move on. Champions League and Premier League up next. Um, we'll have some more trade talk for you next week. Uh, and yeah, this is a brand new song from Nothing But Thieves. It's called Impossible. This is the Sports Desk on your Friday morning. Impossible, nothing with thieves on the sports desk on your Friday morning, and it's time to talk some Champions League. And how was the Champions League week for you? It was very high scoring, I'll give you that. Um, <laughs> especially on a Wednesday, um, you know, you had like Bayern scoring six, you had Liverpool scoring five, and overall, I mean, it was just so many goals. I mean. And then I guess it continued um, yesterday morning as well. Um, you know, Juventus four, Dortmund three, Sevilla three. So yeah, it was a really high scoring affair this week, which is good. Um, and obviously some interesting results. Mm. But yeah, I mean, we'll get stuck into it, I guess. It's uh, a lot to talk well, about. PSG, uh, shock. Uh, got a red card. Went down 2-1 to Leipzig. That's twice now. Going down to yeah. Man United and, and Leipzig. That's a shock. I didn't expect that one at all. No. Um, who else in there? Um, Barcelona only just over Dynamo Kiev 2-1. Uh, Man United going down to Istanbul. Yeah. <laughs> so, forms just... I don't know what happened. This is the best forms in the Champions League yeah. and now all of a sudden they're losing to the worst team in their, in their group. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, Absolutely can't understand that. I honestly, to they be fair, still... I did not see the highlights of that, so I don't know no. that, <laughs> how that game progressed. Well, yeah, I mean, they're still top of the group, luckily for them. Um, but you know, they can't be doing that stuff. That's just you know, they want that top spot of the group. Mm. Can't be losing to the bottom team. Um, but yeah. I liked how Bayern played as well. They looked really good. Yeah, six-two over so... Salzburg. Oh, yeah, all their goals were pretty good. I mean, none of them were. I mean, they had a penalty in there with Lewandowski. Always love the way Lewandowski does the hesitation when he does his penalties. But um, overall, they're, they're, they're one of my teams that I'll be keeping an eye out for in this Champions League this season. But, um, yeah, they're sitting comfortably at the moment on their group. Three wins, no losses, goals, goal difference of nine. So, um other results, I guess, you know, Real Madrid got it done. 
Yeah, that's it. They're sitting third in their group, Mucho and Gladbach. They need to get that win against Inter. Um, yep. Your boy City getting it done as well. Nice. Yep, Olympia, top of the group. Olympic Looking good. I, I love some of the players stepping up for Ran Torres. Um, doing really well. Should be due for a upgrade to his ones to watch card in FIFA soon. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no, and then obviously we talked about Liverpool five nil against Atlanta. Pretty standard for them. Um, even without, uh, it's crazy. Even to think they're keeping a clean sheet like that with high scoring. Uh, even without uh, Mr. Big Van Dyke. Well, yeah, they haven't they haven't uh, conceded yet. I don't think uh, in the three games they've played. No. So. Very good for them. Um, Chelsea as well. They're, you know, getting it done. Their group, which was expected, I guess, for them. Um, but yeah, you know, we got three of the Premier League teams, or four actually, are at top of their group at the moment, which is also good to see if you're an English football fan. Um, but yeah, other than that, I mean, other results, I guess, sort of stand. Barcelona is a, a little bit of, you know, two one. It's not a Amazing win for them, but it's a win nonetheless. Yeah, uh, interesting fixtures coming up too. Um, yep. As we've said, uh, they're not really. T- there's no breaks. There's no usual three week breaks that we normally get between these fixtures. So straight back into it, uh, and Man United play the Istanbul again, as well. Oh, so actually, I think these are repeat a repeat fixtures. Few weeks. Twenty so fifth is the next. Oh, sorry. A lot of games. Yep. So, so that's in a few yeah. weeks. 25th is obviously that's almost three weeks. Okay, so, so yeah. they do get a bit of a break now. Well, that's yeah. pretty good that they've um, managed to do that. And there seem to be repeat fixtures. Yeah. Which is interesting. So oh, interesting yeah. to see. Uh, and a quick update on Europa. How are Arsenal doing in Europa? Uh, well, not too bad, I guess. Could be worse. I mean, they got their win... Uh, this week, 3-0. Um, well, that was the last game. Hang on. Um, they haven't had a Europa game for a while, actually. The 3rd of October is the last lot. I think they start tomorrow. There's some games tomorrow morning. Yep. Um, Arsenal play Moldy. I think that's how you say it. Not too sure. 7 a.m. Um, I'll just get the table up um, for Europa. Um yeah, Arsenal with a yeah, we're top of our group B. Um, yeah, Mulder, we're playing who are second, so um, hopefully, really, those us and Mulder are going to probably make it. Um, the other two teams, Rapid Wien and Dundalk. I can't really pronounce these names very well. Well, that's the um, Irish one, isn't it? Or Scottish? Dundalk. Yeah, sounds like it. I think but they those two teams haven't got a win yet. They're both two losses and uh, Moldy and Arsenal two wins. So one of these teams may get a draw or a loss um, in the top two. But, uh, you know, as an Arsenal fan, you know, another Europa campaign. Just got to see if they can make a push maybe for, obviously, Champions League. If we can't make top four in, in the Prem, you just got to hope, you know, they do something in the Europa. So see how that goes tomorrow morning. Yep. Oh, actually, that's this morning. Um, I'm always recording from you know a day. I always get confused. It'll be a result would have been uh, recorded at the time of the 
when our broadcast goes live. But hopefully Arsenal have won in that time. So, <laughs> um, yeah, not All too right. much to report on the Europa, though. Everything will come through um, this morning. All right. Exciting stuff. Premier League still to come. It's going to be a big weekend. A few big fixtures are about to dive into very soon. But right now, this is Glass Animals, Heat Waves. We'll be back with some Premier League. This is the Sports Desk on scene. Heatways, glass animals on the sports desk on your Friday morning. And it's time to talk some Premier League. And a couple of crazy results last weekend. Uh, we'll quickly go through them uh, from match day seven. Wolves uh, were 2-0 over Crystal Palace. Uh, Chelsea 3-0 over Burnley. Southampton 4-3 over Aston Villa. Arsenal 1-0 over Man United. Uh, Fulham 2-0 over West Brom. Leicester City 4-1 over Leeds United. Uh, Tottenham 2-1 over Brighton. Newcastle 2-1 over Everton. Liverpool 2-1 over West Ham. And Man City over 1-0 over Sheffield, Sheffield United. Uh, what games stand out for you last weekend? Um, well, obviously, I, I was keeping on Leeds. So I love Leeds for... Um, just FIFA and everything like that. Um, so I was curious to see how they play against Leicester, and obviously they didn't really live up to, I guess, the hype that I would have had um, going down four-one. But um, again, it's a good test for them, and it's a credit to Leicester. They're still pushing up in that table, sitting second at the moment, catching Liverpool. Um, and then I guess for Arsenal's as an Arsenal fan, I was happy to. Knock off menu. It's always nice to do that, even if it is a penalty. Um, <laughs> so yeah, um, I'm happy with that. I guess for, especially as a for Arsenal's perspective, you know they started to crawl down the, the table, so that was a must win for them. Um, Southampton, uh, yeah, again another, another big win as well. Ward Prowse, the free kick master. Did you see some of those? Oh, that was <laughs> insane. <laughs> Martinez nah. couldn't even get a finger on him. That was nah. just insane. Well, that was a good game as well. I mean, two goals in the last, in that extra time as well to Villa um, to try and push a late comeback. But yeah. um, Southampton deserved that win. That's and they two... sit fifth at the moment. So they're starting to push up as well. So Two losses yeah. for Villa in a row after that yeah. massive start. Yeah, and... they were looking good. And then they've mm. just dropped off in the last couple of games. Yeah, I made a joke on, um, I think it was Sunday night the game was... Uh... Because uh, Ross Barkley's been all right for him, um, yeah. but I, <laughs> I jokingly said he's dropped back into his uh, Chelsea, Chelsea form, who <laughs> yeah. was being a bit, bit average. Um, and Tottenham making up for themselves going down in the the Champions League to, oh, I can't remember who the team was, uh, but former Melbourne City defender, uh, playing in that side. That was almost man of the match or um, against Tottenham <laughs> that they oh, yeah. went one nil down to. I've forgotten his name. Not too sure at the moment. Out of my head. Um, uh, yeah. Good that uh, Bale got on the board for them. Yep. Got the got subbed on and scored straight away. So uh, that's a, that's a good way to make a good imp- first impression. Yep. Uh, just a score like that, and it was of course uh, a header. That's a that's a Bale specialty header. So. <laughs> um, yeah, good on them. And it was obviously a good get for Tottenham to get uh, Bale across, and now you know they sit third, so they're starting to look a bit dangerous as well. Um, so yeah, I mean that that table. I mean you look at it still; it 
doesn't look like your typical table that we've seen the last few seasons. No. You got Leicester, Tottenham, Everton, Southampton, they're all amongst it, the Wolves as well. And then, you know, the likes of United and um, I mean Arsenal City, they're all down the lower end or the middle end of the table. So it's a it's a very open season still, mm. which is, is what we like to see as well. So it'll be interesting to see yeah, what happens no, this nothing, week. Nothing it? is set in stone from now. I, um, That's it, yeah. It's no game you can predict with no. absolute confidence anymore. But um, well, we get to match day eight. We start yep. off on Saturday morning, four thirty, Brighton and Burnley. Um, did you see they rested? Um, oh no, the Aussie. How could I forget his name? Ryan. Ryan. Matt Ryan. They yeah. left him on the bench. Jeez, I don't know what's going on there. Maybe How could they leave him know. on the bench? That's very. I don't understand that. No. Uh, but they play against Burnley, four thirty a.m. Uh, on Saturday, they should get that. Sorry, they should get get that done. Burnley going down three 0 to Chelsea last weekend. Yeah, with Brighton. Yep. Okay. Yeah, I got Brighton. Southampton versus Newcastle Saturday seven a.m. An early morning one on this Saturday. Are you having your breakfast? Yeah. <laughs> um, interesting. Interesting. Newcastle still in and out of form, and Southampton, yeah. as you said, climbing. Newcastle got the win over Everton, which is a bit of a. Surprise after Everton being at the top. Yeah. So I think that one's going to be very close. I think I might go with a draw with that one. I'll take Southampton still. I think they'll keep their form up. Okay. Interesting. Uh, Saturday, 11.30, the early game on a Saturday night. Everton and Man United. I think this is going to be a really big one. Um, while they're trying to maintain their stop top spot. Uh, Man United, I just can't read into any to them. No. I honestly don't know what's going on. My uh, my friend actually, to get at me, had a bet on the first Premier League coach to be sacked this season. And he went with Pep Guardiola. <laughs> but I think it's going to go the other way. I think it might be Man United that will be the first coach that may be sacked this season. Yeah. No. He has to respond this week. He really is uh, he's on the tightrope. Mm. So... I'm going to say Everton just because I don't trust Man United. Probably one team I don't trust in the Premier League. Yep. I'm going to say Everton. Crystal Palace and Leeds United Sunday 2am. Crystal Palace have been in good form as well. Uh, but against coming up a Leeds who knocked the week before Aston Villa down. They've been alright. Um, Crystal Palace actually yeah went down 2-0 to Wolves which has been interesting. Um, they've been putting experimenting with the the top three i think they had um they started um batch y from chelsea ex-chelsea player the other week had him up front with zaha um so it'll be interesting to see i, I think that's going to be a close one but i'm going to say palace to, to win that yeah i'll 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 tip leads I, I think they can uh respond Maybe just a growing group. I think they can pull off a... I guess it's not really an upset. They're pretty much on the same table. Spot 12th and 13th. But I'll go Leeds for this one to respond. Okay. Sunday, 4.30am. It's Chelsea and Sheffield United. Uh, Chelsea actually kept a clean sheet. Uh, it's really <laughs> good when they got Mendy in uh, as keeper. And they actually looked very good. Yeah. Uh, they've... Uh, Got some of the hiccups, yeah, they're out of the out of the squad, and they're doing well in the Champions League as well. So th- that's all right. Um, but 
Chelsea of old? Are they? <laughs> we don't oh. know for certain yet. Could they? Surely <laughs> not against so... Sheffield. No. Um, Sheffield, of course, going down one nil to Manchester City. I, I think uh, Chelsea should win comfortably. Yeah, if they I don't, I'll be very surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I think they'll get a clean sheet as well, Chelsea. Uh, Sunday, seven a.m. It's West Ham and Fulham. Uh, Fulham, of course, going two nil over. Uh, West Brom and uh, West Ham um, giving giving Liverpool challenge. They got the early goal um, yeah. the other night. But uh, I I think West Ham for me they're playing all right this season. Bad yeah, start, but they've they've been playing all right. Yeah, I agree. I reckon West Ham for this one. Uh, Sunday, eleven p.m. It's West Brom and Tottenham. <sighs> Look, you have to say Tottenham. I mean, surely <laughs> they're, they're the other. Team full of surprises as well. Yeah, one of the ones that looked like they were becoming becoming really good uh, themselves, getting the win over Brighton. Just but with a couple of new players in, uh, I think they're going to be too strong. I think whatever that Champions League kick-up was, hopefully they get rid of that. I'm yet to finish the the documentary. I need to finish that soon enough. Oh, yep. But it's always fun seeing. Mourinho, go off the rails. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Um, yeah, I think Tottenham as well for that one. Leicester City and Wolves play on Monday, 1am. Pretty interesting. Jimenez up against the Vardy on the other end. Mm. Uh, Vardy's been in alright form. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say Leicester with that one. They've been going alright. Uh, I'm tipping Wolves in an upset, I reckon. Okay. Wow, and the last two Huge. games, prob- probably oh, in the top three fixtures. <laughs> <laughs> um, Man City and Liverpool, Monday, 3.30 a.m. That is a whopper game. We're only eight games in, and we've got a big, massive one already. Yeah. Uh, thankfully, uh, I've got to double-check, because I th- think Aguero got injured again the other week, um, but I'm not sure the extent of the damage. Uh, Jesus played midweek. In the Champions League. So he's back. Um, and good to see Stones and RK playing pretty well. So we're starting to get the squad back together um, in drips and drabs. Yeah, um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, I don't think table placing really played a part in this one. I think it's just going to be one of those open games. Um, I still think Liverpool will get, get the job done on you based on form, but... Um, you know, City cannot, you know, they're, they're gelling. I think they're starting to look a bit better than the I start think, of the season. So I think it'll be a very close game, but I'm tipping Liverpool just. They've got a weak spot in their defence now. No big Van Dyke. Yeah. Um, and an inform up three. Um, you know, Torres doing really well. The one I've been really annoyed at recently Sterling. <laughs> Sterling! Oh, no. Ah! <laughs> he just drives me nuts sometimes. He tries to do too much with the ball and then just just shoot it. Shoot it, son, yeah. or pass it off. No one cares. Um, <laughs> Dribble, just, like, yeah. just shoot it. <laughs> it's, he's a little frustrating, so I'm a bit worried sometimes when it's left down to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't blame you. <laughs> um, but Torres has been all right. Um, he's been doing... They've played him striker the last couple of weeks, last couple of games. Uh, so that's been good. I, I think, I, you know what? I think City can get this done. I think they're going to pull an upset and we're going to slowly climb our way back up the table. Come on, City boys. 
<laughs> Good luck. And Good luck for that one. Arsenal and Aston Villa to finish off the round. 6.15am on Monday. A bit of a breakfast bash for that one. That's very interesting. That is a very interesting one. Big game for both teams. Mm. Obviously, Villa, as we said earlier, coming off a bad form. Um, lost their last two. So, Arsenal, I mean, I'm... They're they're a very question mark, you know. As an Arsenal fan, you never know what to expect <laughs> every week. I mean, their game against Man U was a bit of a grind, um, but they got done by, based on a penalty. So I just don't know. I, I don't like Lacazette as a striker. He likes to play him as a striker. I think um, he's better off just being either a winger or something else, like up front. Um, and Aubameyang is the, the striker. He's he's built to be a striker, Aubameyang. Um, I don't know why he sometimes plays up in the wing or something. Because, mm. um, yeah, I just – I don't know if you agree with me. I mean, as a, as a neutral, you see Lacazette as a striker or more of a, you know, playmaking type that can set up Aubameyang. No, I think you've nailed it on the head. I think he's, yeah, the assist man, the playmaker. Gets it, yeah. gets it through those tight spots and sets up about Miang to knock it in. Uh, so I don't know what Arteta is doing with that. It's just <laughs> if he's experimenting or what, but it's not working too well for us. It's getting us just by. Mm. Um, so hopefully he mucks around that formation a bit more and just sits out Bamiang where he belongs so he can score more because he hasn't been in great form this season. Um, that goal he obviously got for the penalty is a confidence boost. Hopefully he can... Build on that, even if it's a penalty, just start scoring from, you know, uh, on the field. So we'll see how we go. I hope we can win this one. It's obviously a crucial game um, for top four and, you know, even top six, whatever we can get. Um, but, yeah, it'll be a good test. I think we can get it, get it done. It'll just be a very hands-on, uh, on-the-edge sort of thing. And we'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks what happens with the Premier League because, of course, the UK is going back into a national yeah. lockdown. So uh, hopefully all is well over there and um, it'll be pretty good. But exciting round of sport ahead uh, as we wrap up. Any final thoughts, Mr. J? I did see, I mean, it's not Prem related, but there was footy related that Kalna prepared to go for Zach Merritt. Zach um, Merritt? Oh, yes. no. Oh, um, no. I, mean, I just saw it on Facebook before. Oh, I'm like, no. I could probably try to find the old, but it was something about like, you know, they've got enough room to, you know, fit him in and have a crack at him. Um, so it's just sure. one of those think, watch this space sort of thing. I think I could deal with Adam Zard, but another. It another could be, a, you know, close to a million dollar deal. Whoa. Um, oh, I found it. So it says, obviously, Zach Merritt's still uh, contracted. Um, but Carl now prepared to consider a trade um, with Essendon. Um, I mean, I'm not too sure what Essendon uh, Merritt's intentions are. I mean, they're trying to already get Saad, so um, the Blues are trying to get Saad across. So maybe if Saad deal falls, they might go after Merritt or something. I don't know what Carlton's thinking is behind that, but. Mm. Um, that's just a watch this space, I guess, for when we come back next week, yeah, see what happens. Very, very interesting with that one. Keep our eyes locked on to that one. Uh, and also, before we finish up this weekend, uh, I remember the first lockdown I was in, I did some streaming of some FIFA games oh, with yeah. a, fr- a few friends. We did our own <laughs> Premier League while there was no Premier League. 
Um, and we've decided to do another competition. We're doing a Champions League competition on Twitch this weekend. We had the first game, and man, it was a sizzler. A 90th <laughs> minute goal with a chip uh, ended 5-4, me getting through on the first one. So if you like a bit of FIFA fun, um, that's on my Twitch this weekend. There. Stuff, Sammy. <laughs> little shout out to yourself. <laughs> I love that. Well, I thought yeah. there's no real, yeah, there's not will. much sport on Friday and Saturday nights. So it's a good, uh, get you warmed up for now. Yeah. All right. Well, that about wraps us up for the sports desk this week. We'll be back next week and catch the podcasts uh, at the sports desk and keep up to keep up to date with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we will see you next Friday. Cheers, Sammy. See you then. Thanks so much.